Pokemon Scarlet and Violet are operating in reverse. When, when we started this show, Joseph, we were like, okay, we kind of like, here's where the trailer is going to be. We'll know this and we'll speculate on this and we'll get to go from here to there. Mm-hmm. And then the leakers just decided to blow that up and throw it backwards. So welcome <laughs> to Scarlet Fever episode eight. We've made it to two months of this show. A little golf clap for the two of us. Come on. Come on, everybody out there. We can hear you. Uh, it is the hottest Pokemon podcast in the world. And... We are approaching maybe official information, but don't worry, we have unofficial information. Like, if I feel like if this was any other game, I feel like it would be a, a really huge story. Like, imagine if, you know, like, mm-hmm. Breath of the Wild 2 leaked in this capacity, or Mario Odyssey 2, um, Metroid Prime 4. I don't, I don't know, I feel like because it's Pokemon, people are like, ah, it always leaks. But this level of leakage is just unprecedented? Yeah, I think, honestly, like, as much as Pokemon does leak, because, you know, people are really antsy for information, um, this is, without a doubt, the biggest leak we've ever had. Like, yeah, you know, I, I think we spoke about that last week, if, like, if anything's kind of reached this height, and I was a little unsure, because I knew there have been, like, you know, leaks that have been correct before, but this is, like, we, I mean, we we practically have the game, you know, at, at this point, everything, but how it plays, we... We kind of know. And then, of course, like the main story. But, you know, I don't think that's really, you know, something worth leaking um, until it's here. So, yeah, I, I think it's absolutely insane that this is happening. I do find it a little weird that only the Pokemon community is talking about it. Because, yeah, is, well, we're, we're here to really we're going to throw this one on CNN. We're going to throw this one on <laughs> Disney Channel. We're going to we're going to get it out there. So a um, couple housekeeping issues. One. Uh, today's show is is jam-packed. We're talking about Pokemon picnics. We're talking about the comparisons between Legends Arceus and Scarlet and Violet. We're talking about Paldia. You don't know what that is, then you will soon. And we're talking about some starter evolutions, as well as flags, evil teams, and so much more. I did want to make a little note that um, we are announcing the uh, Lechonk winner on my Twitter. So go to twitter.com slash switchforce to find out who captures Lechonk. The first capture, uh, not a live capture, because the, the live capturing is not back in, in Scarlet Fever, but it'll be a normal capture. Oh, and uh, thank you for all of your support and your reviews on iTunes. Keep those coming. They do help. Uh, even if you can't get Lechonk, there might be uh, more prizes in the future. But for now, um, let's let's take a little, little heat check here. Uh, it's pretty clear now that Violet is all about the, the future and Scarlet is all about the past. Mm-hmm. Are you okay not having scarlet fever are you okay having you know violet yeah shakes it, i mean i don't necessarily think i want violet shakes but <laughs> i i do think i do think that um the with what we know now i am still very much because again my whole reason for violet really was the future aspect so yeah now that i know it certainly does play into it um yeah I, I think I think I'm cool with with my choice, and of course, you know, okay, that's the point of having friends, right? We can pass each other our uh, time. I'm not, I'm not, led, yeah, I'm not sharing my paradoxes with you. <laughs> Man, I knew it. I tried. I tried to butter Come on. Up. Well, the past does not interact with the future. What do you? What? Do you, what <laughs> that's very true. You're that. That's my future <laughs> mindset. That's my problem with. Yeah, with yeah. You think everyone's us, you know? just like happy and working together, and all the tribes are coming? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not how it plays out. Uh, but what does play out is apparently Pokemon picnics. 
we Joseph, come on, man. I'm going to take you. We haven't seen each other in person in a long time, but when I do, I'm going to take you on a Pokemon picnic, and we're not going to really eat, maybe, but we're going to mostly focus on washing and grooming, uh, have a little yeah. outdoor bath. This is the weirdest stuff ever. Pokemon picnic <laughs> is the equivalent to camping, Pokemon and me, mm-hmm. uh, and it says that po- you wash them. You wash them. Yeah. I... What you see, what's really weird about this is it's Pokemon Picnic, which is essentially confirmed. That's what it's what it's called. That's what everybody yeah. has been referring it to. But what's really weird, though, is I feel like camp would have made sense more for this than the original camp did. And that should have yeah. been Pokemon Picnic. Because in Sword and Shield, <laughs> yeah. the whole point was you set up you set up a tent, but the whole point is like you cook for them. And right. you, you all hang what's out. Going so it's on like here? that's a picnic. This right. is this is a grooming session on the go i guess <laughs> very very weird um it, it, I, I mean it increases it's always, their it's always their fr- yeah i was just gonna say it increases their friendship and restores their hp but some don't like to be some pokemon don't want to be healed apparently yeah yeah that doesn't so does that mean <laughs> i guess maybe is that their way of like making it not super overpowered like also yeah. if you can just heal them at any point What's the point of a Pokemon Center or like, is yeah. that just not the, is that not the problem now? Like, are we, are we at the point where like, maybe, maybe not having a Pokemon uh, Center near you isn't necessarily a bad thing because now you have access to this, but then is we're it a, too easy because you're able to heal? Like what's. We're in a post HP future here, man. Nobody cares. Yeah, about I know. HP we, and, that's and where Violet. we made it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you well, guys don't have picnic, unfortunately. Yeah, we what, what is picnic? What is what is? Yeah, definitely <laughs> not washing each other. We're we're def we're dirty. We're we're up there. Yeah, just real, just rolling in it. Um, <laughs> it's so strange. Yeah, okay. Between the the gas station Pokemon centers, between this washing mm-hmm. to restore HP, it it is interesting. Like, are they nixing that element being you know sort of the the, the difficulty gate? Uh, it's it's. I don't know how that's going to work out. Unless there's some limit. Maybe you only have a certain number of washes or maybe you can only do one Pokemon mm-hmm. at a time. Or, you know, they could limit this and it could be a nothing burger. But it does seem very odd. And, you know, we, we can tie that into sort of the whole, oh, the, the gyms don't scale. We, we've had that confirmed multiple mm-hmm. times now. But you can do them in any order. It seems like this game would be a cakewalk if you knew the the order to do it in. Yeah, it's... It's really strange because I, I guess the reason why this is particularly upsetting, the, the gym news, is because there's already an in-universe explanation to how they do this. Like, in, in one of the Pokemon anime, like, we see Brock have a different team based on how many badges Red had. You have, like, he yeah. goes, how many badges do you have? None? Okay. And then he grabs just two Pokeballs. And you see there are more. So, like... Right. It makes sense that a gym leader goes based off what you have. Because, again, yeah. they're world-class trainers. Brock did not become a world-class trainer having a level 12 Onyx. You know, like, that's not that's not how he you're got You're spoiling there, my childhood, you. man. You're, you're ruining it. I know, I know. He probably has, like, some crazy, like, insane level 100 Steelix. I don't know. Like, that doesn't even make sense because he's a rock type. But, again, like, the, the point is, is... We have a reason to believe that these these gym leaders have adjustable teams. Not having it, I'm sorry, just kind of reads as lazy here. Unless mm-hmm. there is 
a reason. And, you know, granted, I guess we are getting things through leaks, so we can't really judge the game on its choices. Um, Because there may be challenges, like going back to the picnic real quick, maybe you have to buy, like, shampoo, you (laughs) know, to have on you to even activate the, the... So there is still like management in terms of like items and stuff like, oh, I need to, I'm going to go on a long journey. Maybe I should have all this stuff with me so that way I could heal along the way. Right. Like, fine. Um, That's basically what potions were anyway. So if this is just a more on hand potion, fine. Um, But, you know, going back to the gym thing, that just doesn't, there's no way in my head I can, I can kind of justify it. And then the fact that you can still confirmed tackle it at any point like so i can just go to the eighth gym and get absolutely obliterated that doesn't it seems I don't like know, that where's defeats the fun the, in any that? order yeah it seems like that well there is an order it you can do them in any order but you probably can't so yeah like in i don't know in breath of the wild like yeah you can literally beat the game without facing a single guardian you know or mm-hmm. like doing any of the guardians so it's like that made sense though, because it's like a skill-based combat system. It's not right, you know. Like people could could seriously do some crazy stuff in it. In Pokemon, it is an RPG. It's all about stats and numbers, and like you can't really cheat that. So. Yeah, I'm trying to think of any way. Could your your Brock story though play in? I mean, obviously we'll have to wait and see the, what the Pokemon Company themselves reveal about this. But could it be that they don't level scale, but they have like number of pokemon or is that count as level scaling i mean i don't know i I don't know because it's like well if so let's say i go to the gym leader um the eighth the eighth gym leader for i I actually there really isn't quotations because it does seem like we do have numbers technically Mm -hmm. um if we go to the well okay no never mind i i was thinking i was thinking the wording was a little bit weird what if they they meant that the, 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 okay. What if, now this isn't, there's literally no reason to believe this is it. Um, this but is it a would Riddler still make Joe sense. This is a Riddler Joe lead. I would, don't say lead. No, I don't want to, I don't want, when this does not end up happening, I, I don't want it back on me. <laughs> um, what if it doesn't, it's not that it scales to your level, but it does scale based on badges had, like mm. collected. Because they never say that it doesn't scale to to progress. They say right. it, the, the levels don't scale. So, like, yeah. the way I can see that is, well, what if I have a level 20 Pokemon and then I do the first my first gym battle, which are usually around level 15 highest? Um, like, they don't scale up to me. So then, yeah. you know, whatever. Or, I hope Or maybe if – Right, like – it, it just doesn't make sense to do it in any order. Because, again, the whole point of, of an open world is to not guide the player through, like, you want to guide the player, but it's through points of interest. It's not through, like, hard levels. And, and you know, you, you never want to go into an area and go, oops, I, can't, I shouldn't be here. You know, and, and it be because of, like, levels. It should be because, like, you're scared of it or the challenge right. is, is more... I don't know. It's just very bizarre. Let me have a Riddler Zach leak here. Uh, this this is completely just off the wall. But wouldn't it be neat if they just rethought gym leaders completely? So there are repeatable challenges that get 
more and more difficult as you go. And so you're kind of like running them almost like you'd run like a, a instance or a dungeon in like a MMO or something like for different items okay. or different XP. And so you can do them in any order, but they do like it's not it's not as much of the this is the way to beat the game as it's been in the past. It's more like, OK, these are eight challenges around the the, the world of Paldia and you can keep coming back to them and there's some way that they are not scaling, but they're increasing in difficulty. So the fire gym is adding different fire Pokemon or building up and you're kind of, Mm -hmm. I don't think Pokemon would do that. It's very ballsy, but it would be kind of a neat way to play into the open world nature of the game. Yeah, I think, I think that would be cool. And also it, it fixes a problem that Pokemon games in particular have, especially compared to other JRPGs, which is weird, is that when you beat Pokemon, the world is dead. Like, <laughs> once there's the post game is, you know, especially with how they've been kind of pretty bad with post game. When you finish a Pokemon game, it, there's almost nothing to do except for multiplayer. Um, and, and the games that have gotten over that hump are the games that we see are are loved the most. You have, again, like, Heart Gold and Soul Silver, which is built in two games essentially, um, yeah. and then Black White or uh, Black Two and White Two, which introduced the Pokemon World Tournament, which let you play against characters that uh, essentially haven't been seen in in you know at that point 10, 15 years. You know, like it it was crazy that you could fight Red, Blue, all of the first gym you know gym leaders, all of the second gen gym leaders. Like that is the way to do it. And then you could rematch gym leaders in there and then they'll have updated teams like level 60, 70 teams. Um, and, and that was always really cool because it's like you you kind of reinvigorate these gym leaders that like, you know, you fought them when you first started. They had nothing. Now you fight them at post game. They have these awesome teams that are strong enough to fight you. So I think right. that that would go really well hand in hand with what you're saying where like, yeah, what if it was kind of a challenge every time you went and it it always got harder. It was always like a fun, you know? So like if I did rematch the fire gym and that was my first gym, I'm not just steamrolling the leader again. You know, I would like to have kind of a challenge and see them too. Twitch brain. Like, okay, you're going to do a run where you're like, how many times can we beat the streamer girl? And you're just going again and again and again, but I'm going to blow your mind now. What if the gym leaders don't have Pokemon? (laughs) (laughs) All right. It, explain i'm ready they're, they're uh, I'm just ready races they're just different races around the world okay i mean honestly it would depend on it would depend on how they do it because i'm so down for the racing thing i genuinely think it's going to be like a really fun it again depending i don't want a temple run like just right. swipe the lanes <laughs> type deal i don't want sonic generator sonic uh forces just boosting through things i want like mario kart pokemon Mm -hmm. like that's what would be cool um if that's the case i mean it would just have to be there would definitely have to be a battle at some point but it it, as long as like um you know as long as the gameplay for it is fun i i'm i'm fine with it again like with with alola not having gym leaders at all i think that was kind of rock bottom for me um i really hated the the prospect of not having gym leaders not because i like the gym challenge i just i like the characters you know and like i don't know the the way they sold the kahunas wasn't as like cool to me i don't know yeah i I, i'm let's just mod this game i'm I'm already making my own version okay so like 
a multiplayer mode where we race. You know how they said you can get into battles on race or on on your bike. So mm-hmm. like you and I are going and we just hit random battles and you face random Pokemon. And like, depending on your team, your, my battle is going to go quicker. Your battle might take a little longer. We got to race, beat the oh. Pokemon, race, beat the Pokemon. And it's like a really crazy timed fight to the finish to see if you can get done first. Wait, that's, that's a really good idea. That's like a really, really, really cool idea, actually. And a, it would be whole cool new competitive too, because mode. Well, what if like the gyms that you're at aren't, so like, let's say you go to the fire gym, right? You would assume, and we're going to go off your gameplay here um, to make this as interesting as possible. If you guys are both racing, so it's you and the fire gym leader, right? And mm-hmm. every so often you hit that battle, first one to finish it gets to move to the next one. Like you said, what if the the random Pokemon that you are battling are weak to the gym leader? Mm-hmm. So like you're at the fire gym, but you'd be battling random like grass Pokemon. So the idea now is you're racing someone who is in their element. You know, yeah. you're racing someone who is <laughs> who does have the lead. And yeah. so, like, now there's there's a way to, like, introduce some type of, of planning ahead where it's like, okay, well, this guy is essentially all ready to, to beat me in this race. I need yeah. to have something that could steamroll through this as well. That would be really interesting. And then, you know, there could even be, like, maybe you don't hard lose if he beats you in the race. Maybe then you battle the gym leader. Mm-hmm. Like, may, you know what I mean? Like, maybe there is still a way to I would I would love have. more dynamic gym battles. Like, not just the battle. Yeah, like, in that way, like... I don't know how badly he beats you determines how much of a starting advantage he gets or, you know, some sort of multi-layered, you know, almost like a, uh, you know, it's like, I don't know, like uh, uh, Ninja Warrior, like Legends of the Hidden Temple. Like first we do this and then then we do this and like the total score at the end determines, you know, how how it goes. Yeah, I I know. I think it would be really cool. And it's funny. I feel like that would have been that should have been similar to or. Rather, that should have been what it was like in Sword and Shield, because yes. the whole idea in Sword and Shield is that it's a sport. It is a right. It is a um, it's for show. Every I mean, even the gym leader theme has cheering in the background. Like it, it's it was clearly meant to be that. Um, but at the end of the day, it was really the kind of the most straightforward gyms we've had in a long time, where it was just who essentially has a do Pokemon. a little puzzle and then and then gym battle and then exactly just have a bigger Pokemon at the end. So. <laughs> I, I do think if, you know, if they introduce stuff like that, I, I can see a lot of like purists getting upset about it. But again, I, I think what people need to understand is that we're not trying to make like the best Pokemon game. We're trying to make the best game possible. Mm. Right. And I, I think that's like, that's why, like when, when we're talking about this stuff, we're not going like, okay, let's only use what Pokemon has done in the past. We're, right. We really want to see it pushed forward because at the end of the day, Pokemon's already mainstream enough, right? Like they don't need to prove anything. And I think that's kind of the problem is that they don't need to prove anything. And so they get kind of stuck in this never ending loop of putting out pretty mid games for everyone outside of the Pokemon community. This would be something that would would really turn heads. And and I think like that's really what we should push for um, is having it be so that people outside of the Pokemon community are like, you know what? That does look fun. That does look interesting. Yeah. I like this. And I, you know, yeah, I, I would, that was pretty much, that. I doubt, I doubt it, but I would, I would love it. Uh, I don't know. I'd mm-hmm. like to believe that these leakers love Pokemon enough that they're leaving something cool still under wraps. You know, if, if they, I'm hoping uh, you'd hope, 
um, they're they're at least teasing us with these star revolutions. Uh, we have a very um, theatrical trio here. We have supposedly conductor, <laughs> dancer, and singer. Um, you know, I I feel like this. <laughs> it's it's one of the best original trios. Like this, the beginning, the, yeah. the first forms are amazing, and I'm now a little bit worried about the final forms. I'm a bit worried that this is going to be that thing that I personally don't love where Pokemon goes really complicated, really human, mm-hmm. you know, humanoid and imbues this very humanistic personality upon these creatures, which is more of their, their modern era stuff. But Fue Coco is a singer. Like what? What? Yeah, it is. It is interesting. And, and, to to actually kind of, uh, in a weird way, bring it back to what we were just talking about. Those are all like entertainers, right? Like that's kind of right. The and usually starters do have that kind of uh, through line. Um, again, the best one being, uh, in my opinion, X and Y, which had the uh, you had like a ro- you had a rogue, a mage, and a uh, paladin. Essentially, that was really cool to see. Um, yeah. So with this, it looks like they're all entertainers, uh, which uh, again just is weird. That seems like a a sword and shield thing that we should have done, but fine. It is a little weird. I will say this though: from we we apparently have seen. Um, oh God! Bring up the sketches. Ring up the sketches. <laughs> Bring Actually, up the here. sketches, <laughs> editor Gabe. Show him the sketches. <laughs> Just for just for context, we literally thought we so there was this leak, <laughs> there's this leak that um basically someone confirmed I think it was I think it was Centro, right? Confirmed yes. that there was leaks out there of these sketches. Um and so Zach and I are like, what? This is insane. This is like how is nobody talking about this? Why are these not everywhere? <laughs> and we finally saw them and uh Wow. They it's like someone drew them on their iPhone. Like they were like they had like 16 seconds to draw them on their iPhone, all three of them, and this is what they came up with. I mean, I don't know how much information you can possibly take from this, okay? We we know we've known, I guess, that Fuecoco stays on the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh we know that that the other two are more bipedal. Other yeah. than that, though, like these strange sketches I mean, Sprigatito definitely has some some nice, cool, like Kanye glasses or something going on there. I don't even know what that is. A mask, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I, I I mean, it would make sense, right, with it being like a, a magician type thing. Um, yeah. I, the way the way I'm visualizing it is, I think that Sprigatito is probably going to end up similar to Delphot. Um, yes. I I. I can't imagine it looking very different. I mean, even down to it being like a very feminine starter. Yeah. Cause I think that's kind of, I, it was something Koo had said all the way back anyway, um, that it was going to be like a waifu Pokemon. So right. I, I think that's just kind of the way it's going. Um, I know a lot of people are going to be sad about it. Cause especially when it comes to Sprigatito, people wanted her to really keep those paws down, but uh, we're going to get like a very, <laughs> You know, magic. Keep those paws down, girl. 
Yeah. And then it's weird too, because it's like dark grass and it's like, ah, I don't know. There's a lot. I, it, it, it makes me yeah. sad because Brigatito was actually the first time that the most basic, because again, in my opinion, it, it was kind of the most basic design. It's just really a green cat. Not to say it's right. not adorable. It absolutely is. All three are perfect. Um, right. But it was the first time that the most basic one was like, I was like, you know what? I think I think I'm gonna do Sprigatito, but now I, I don't know, man. I people are gonna think I'm weird when I throw that thing out. I'm scared now. Um, and then with like Quatsley's uh, final evolution, we did see it in that leak, the yeah. the back of it at least. So if it looks similar to Septile, I, you know, I think that's cool. I don't know what it has to do with dancing, but. I guess it's maybe it's like uh, you know since this is Spanish based maybe like flamenco dancing it's gonna you know throw its big wings up in the air and you know, oh. do some do some I mean fancy cool moves cool. for you <laughs> yeah I I like that I think that that's kind of cool I don't know the Fuey Coco thing though. what yeah what, what even conveys singing is he just gonna be have a big mouth like I don't. I don't even understand. Like the other two make sense to me. They're they're very. Um, you can embody the role of this conductor magician. You can embody mm-hmm. the role of a dancer. What is this thing? Like he's just. We we did narcissistic. Have that like I don't leak. even understand. <laughs> yeah, he just has like a huge like head <laughs> ego on problem. Head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we did we did see that. Uh, I don't know if you remember. We covered it on the on the podcast. They um, Koo said that there was a like a mohawk thing yeah so what if it's like a punk oh like, yeah he's got like like you know I mean? like eye makeup or something like like a big slash <laughs> yeah, through his yeah. eye or like a lecture oh my gosh exactly what was its typing it's the only one i don't remember i i know uh, i know that it's for sprigatito it's dark grass for quatsley it's um water fighting yeah was, was fire ghost fire ghost so I mean, it being a punk rock kind of Feds. gator, right? I mean, I, I I think poison would have been probably more on the maybe nose. it's a goth gator. Goth gator that works. <laughs> that works. I'll, hey, you know what? I'll take it. And at least it's gonna be on all fours. I I think that's gonna bring more interesting design choices in it because yeah. it's so easy with a bipedal creature. You can you can design it like. Because you know everything's going to be shown. With with something on all fours, it's a lot harder. I just hope it's not goofy. Because when, when things came to 3D, it made a lot of Pokemon look very goofy, in my opinion. Um, and I, if we I don't get, know. I just hope that doesn't happen. If we get super, like, logical about it, like, I think the fact... Remember they talked about the whole chicken thing? Like that, you know, like yeah. a... So I wonder if that like rooster chicken, like maybe it just has like a big call. Like maybe it maybe that's the singing element. Maybe it... Mm-hmm. has some i don't know if you can think of any loud proud chicken moves but maybe it just has some characteristics <laughs> that are you know like it it has like a big roar i mean maybe it's a big roar a big roar a big call like maybe that's more yeah where yeah going with it yeah i could definitely see that i and again i i don't know i third evolution starters are always kind of worrying because it, it's the make or break moment right like you're yeah. only with the first level for an hour if that yeah. you know it's 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 the shortest amount of time you are with any pokemon possibly like it is crazy um so really you can't really go off those uh, initial designs even though those are the ones that are cute and, and drive us all in you really kind of have to think for the future here because i know like when i was younger 
I always in in Hoenn I always picked Mudkip because to me, if I wanted a little buddy, Mudkip just looked so cute, and I want to cuddle with it, and I want right. it like it looks cute and cool, and then it becomes Swamper, and it's this really ugly. I love yeah. Mudkip, right? It, I will always pick it every <laughs> every time. I hate it though. It is Swampert is the <laughs> ugliest looking thing, especially yeah. when you have Sceptile and and Blaziken. So as a kid, I was always like, man, I really, you know, I I messed this one up. But so that's why it's like I I don't know who I'm gonna pick. I I'm so scared to to make that mistake and be stuck with something ugly. I think Fuecoco's goal is just to revolutionize the quadruped because like Bulbasaur really mm-hmm. cute, Venusaur kind of just a behemoth, and, and I think. The goal yeah. is like, can we make a cool looking quadruped? And for me, like, I'm a really big fan of the middle evolutions. That that's kind of where I find like the sweet spot. Mm. A lot of generations, I really, yeah. I really enjoy those designs. Um, but like you said, you're going to be spending the most time with that final form, so it is a mm. make or break moment. Um, I think it's going to be exciting to see. I think it is going to dramatically change up. Here's my prediction: I predict that Quaxley becomes the favorite after we see the final evolutions. I, I honestly, I think I have to agree with you. I think it, just from seeing its sprite from the back, it looks like it's probably going to be the coolest, the coolest yeah. one. I don't know something about it, um, especially because Quatsley's kind of been like, you know, probably the the least spoken about. Yeah, I think I think he's kind of the 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 one everyone's going to pull for at the end. But again, I don't know. The typings really are are what's throwing me off with a lot of these because Fire Ghost is like. I love that. I it was literally that was what I had in in Legends Arceus was Husuian, uh Typhlosion, which is like an awesome type. I, I think yeah. it's so cool. Chandelure has it. Awesome. The other two, I don't know. Water fighting is like I love water and I love fighting, but the the only time that I've seen it is like Crabrawler and like I don't know Pokemon like that, and it just never really spoke to me. So hopefully, you know, when seeing the designs, I there is a moment where I'm like locked in yeah. but it, for now so, i really am stuck between the three what about you is there anyone that's like hard pulling for you right now or? i feel like i have to pick fue coco just because i'm i'm a hard pass on sprigatito being this mm-hmm. whatever i don't i don't know that's just like you said it's like it's a delphox thing and it's just not really for me um yeah i think quaxley is cool but i think for me i'm i don't think i'm gonna like his final form i think it's gonna be too dramatic and so i feel like i'm gonna end mm-hmm. up with fue coco which which works for me um, but, but who knows, like you said, we need to see him. Maybe Sprigatito defies all odds and comes through and is great. Um, yeah. we'll have to wait and see. We won't have to wait and see on the map, the, uh, the region, the map. We, we got quite a bit mm-hmm. of information this week. I think that might be the sort of the most important leak that happened. Um, the Japanese yeah. name is Paldia. Uh, we don't really know how that'll translate. Of, you know, when they do re- reveal it in, in true form, but we have a little bit of the map and we have some details on the map. So it's apparently kind of big. Yeah, it's I don't know. The wording that we've been seeing going around is is very I don't know. It's it's almost against itself in a way, because on one yeah. hand, we we see that people say it's not going to be big. So, like, you know, it, it's a big map, but apparently like the ocean is very huge so there's that they were kind of like making it so that our we weren't getting too hyped about the size but then also there is a claim that paldia is bigger than all of hisui's areas combined and that's where things kind of get a little 
messy for me because that mm. sounds huge. I, you know, like, I, I mean, I personally, I don't know how you felt about it, Zach, but like with, with the Legends Arceus games, I never felt like it was a small map at all. And on all of the areas, I thought that they were like perfectly sized throughout. Yeah, I, I'm not sure if the sort of very segmented nature makes it seem bigger or smaller, though. Like, if put together, I don't know if that would, if that would make it feel bigger or if that would make it feel smaller. The fact that you separately load in, the fact that they're inaccessible from each other, is there trickery being done where it's like, well, in reality, these areas are like right up on each other, but because they're separate loads, it doesn't, like, they, they, they kind of fake that they're really more vast and spread out. So, I think mm-hmm. this is going to be one of the more interesting elements because remember, four players need to be able to go wherever they want in this. So it has to be yeah. big enough to support that, but at the same time, kind of, I think, small enough so we recognize the regions, we know the areas, and so it can mm-hmm. keep a congruent, linear, well, not linear apparently, but congruent, you know, path. Um, yeah. I think and- the, I, I, I was just going to say the island part is the most interesting to me because being able to, like, pull up at an island and get off and have a lot of interesting things to do. Different ones mm-hmm. would be cool, especially if there are different ways to sort of gate some of these areas so we uncover them later or gain access to them later. I think that could be a really nifty element if there is a bunch of water, a bunch of ocean. Yeah, I I was just going to say, like, I think the the only thing that worries me is I know that the spacing between things is probably going to be dramatically larger than we've seen in other other games because we have a motorcycle, you know? And yes. I, I feel like that does play into it because, you know, having a bike slow. is... Yeah, oh my... Oh, no, don't say that. You imagine it's like it goes at the speed of your of your bicycle in other games. It's just or slower. aesthetically different. Yeah, oh, just, no. It just pulls way out and you're just... And you have to refill it with gas. Oh, yeah. Man, that's... Now we're getting into it. This is this is the game we, we all want. Yeah, who, who I don't know. Thought in 2022, you'd be buying shampoo and gasoline at the Pokemon Center. Complain? <laughs> we we said it right. Revolutionizing the gameplay. I do yeah. agree. I think the islands are are very interesting. I hope they go for like kind of a Wind Waker type deal yeah. where there's like maybe little islands, you know, strung across, um, and maybe there's like little things to do on each. That's just, I mean, it just sounds like a dream come true, right? Like being able to just find an island and, and have stuff to do on it and rather than it just being like visual flourish um but that's where that's where i kind of get scared because like going off of legends rcs again like i love that game with all my heart but there were definitely moments where i you know i would find something that i would think would have a bigger you know importance to to yeah. something and it's kind of just there to be there um yeah and i think in those in those moments the game felt a little empty uh, you know, I, I have seen people kind of feel that way about the whole game, but I never felt about, you know, I never felt that way about the whole thing, just like little moments like that. So that's where I'm kind of afraid, you know, if, if the game is bigger than all of those areas combined, I do hope there's stuff to do in it. I think that's the problem with open world games to begin with. Um, yeah. so I know I'm not the only one that has that, uh, sentiment, but Yeah. I hope that there's just some cool co-op things to be done in these islands or in these worlds. You know, we see mass outbreaks are back, which I think is very interesting. And Mm -hmm. we've talked before about like some quests of like, oh, go catch 10 of this. So it'd be cool if it was like, oh, crap, there's a uh, name a Pokemon in this in this game. Pick pick someone. We'll say Girafferig. 
Yeah, so there's an outbreak of that, and oh, this quest wanted a bunch of those to test the new, you know, evolution. So we got to go pull up at the, you know, the real smoke-covered island and catch a bunch of those, or something of that sort, or even like mm-hmm. I don't know, throw a safari zone out on an island. So like, oh, let's all meet up at there because we're gonna go try and do this together. I hope that there's just, and this is one part of the leaks we have seen zero of the justification for co-op, the justification for multiplayer in the world. All of these elements by themselves do not scream multiplayer at all. In fact, they scream the exact opposite. It's all things that we've seen and known and how they operate with one person playing the game. So what do they do with this map? What do they do with the locations? Like you said, to give them importance, to make them memorable, and to make them places Mm -hmm. that we can converge. Like, hey, let's all go here. Let's all go do this. Let's all go here. And I feel like we know zilch about how that's going to come together or what what the pokemon company plans to do yeah i mean not to be like negative i i do i do i have a a a hugely positive look on this game thus far i i do like i genuinely think a lot of this information is cool very weird but cool and i'm I'm excited so i just want to kind of like throw that in there as a prerequisite because because here's Here's the thing, right? And, and this is something that I think is in the back of everyone's mind, always kind of has been, I know for me at least. What are the chances, you know, it's just tacked on because they yeah. think multiplayer's in and that's it. It doesn't work with these systems. It wasn't <laughs> built with that in mind. It was just, we did the half step in Sword and Shield of multiplayer. Let's at least actually give it to them now, right? Like, yeah. it, it doesn't, it doesn't, read anymore as like this game is built for four people there was a time where i think that was kind of like the thought like well like because i think that's why everything kind of became a little bit confusing is well they need to plan if four people play this whole game together that's Mm -hmm. easy to do in a story-based game because it's you could easily just hop in it you know and, and and join like if i'm playing i don't know like saints row co-op with somebody Right. That's yeah. easy. You jump in. It's it's mission based. It's even though there's open world, there's no stats or anything with this game. It's like, let's say I get the game and then Zach, like you don't play it for two days. And then, you know, on on your second day, you're like, hey, join me. I come mm-hmm. in. I've been playing for those two days. My team is a little bit more thought out. Like, does that break the game? I feel like yeah. it has to. Right. There's no because it, it either. It either breaks the game and allows me to get you to, you know, catch up to where I am, which I guess works for some people, but maybe like game breaking for others, or they nerf me, which makes it not fun for me to play, you know? So it's like, there's still no clear way of how that works. And, you know, then you Mm -hmm. throw gyms in the equation. The fact gyms don't scale. Can you just go and wipe the game for me? Is it? instance is it separate that you can go get a gym badge i can go get a gym badge i feel like that's the way it has to work is like oh you can go get this badge i can go get this badge so technically in my game Mm -hmm. you could go get all eight badges but i still have to get the badges and and that's yeah i mean i i really hope you're wrong i really hope that there are ways that it does really necessitate co-op but i could easily see Mm -hmm. it going easily see it going your way i do think some of the things of like alpha pokemon and mass outbreaks maybe are their way of appealing to multiplayer um mm-hmm. let's let's talk about some of this legends Arceus stuff because alpha pokemon are back yeah. size variations are back and and that is a bit odd in this more traditional type game yeah i i think seeing the size um alterations come back especially 
is interesting because with this game, we're pretty much already confirmed to know of a few Pokemon that are like minuscule. I mean, like yeah. we, we've already had what, like four or five where it's like these things are going to be small. Tiny. Um, yeah. So I guess it is interesting to see like, hey, maybe we can find one that's like visible. You know, that'd be cool. The salt <laughs> Pokemon in particular. I'm like, oh, wow, look at this one. I can almost see it. Um, so I, I guess like it, in a way it made sense. But I, I again, I think it really I think that is more so for multiplayer. Right. Because mm-hmm. that seems like something that is, you know, evergreen in the sense that people are always going to be like, I want to find the largest version of this thing, right? Yeah. So now it's like, or like, I want to find a shiny large, uh, you know, insert Pokemon here. Like, I want to find a shiny large Palmy, right? Before it was just, I want to find a shiny Palmy. But now we introduce something with size that that may make it more interesting. I think those are just ways to make the collecting aspect of it um, be as prevalent as it should be, right? Because right. now it's like, it, it's not just every Palmy is going to be the same size. Like there is going to be some difference there, meaning people's goals may change with it. Like they, somebody might want a really small one because it's cuter or a big one because again, you know, it's just, it's more aggressive looking. So I, I think that just more so stems from like a way to kind of pad out time, which works. I, I, I think it's, it works for the world building because yeah, animals are different sizes and it works from a gameplay perspective. Cause like, yeah, it'll add some extra hours and, and it could be fun because like maybe you want to find a Pokemon of a particular right. size for a mission and then I can hop in and help you speed that up. Um, so I think in, in instances like that, it does seem like it could be really cool, but it is weird that we're getting that. Another thing that's like really weird to me is um, now that alphas are back, uh, you know, they're saying that it's not going to be called alphas, but they are similar in function and have to do with the story so that like yeah to me it's like how do you use a feature but rename it and give it more importance um very weird stuff i don't know and then mass outbreaks like do you think there's a chance that there is some progression related element to beefing out your pokedex you, you think some of the elements of capturing this many of this type like because the mass outbreak thing Unless it's just so intrinsically tied to co-op, I don't know how that works because throwing, you know, 20 Paradox Jigglypuff, like, I I just don't know how that, unless it's just, oh, everyone can go there and now you can all catch it. Like, no, you're absolutely right. Okay. So now that you say that, I, I, I can think of an instance where they would use it, um, it could just be that some rarer Pokemon only appear during mass outbreaks. Uh, so like, let's okay. say, you know what I'm saying? So like maybe a yeah. Pokemon's not available. So like the the Jigglypuff um, wouldn't be even in the game unless it happens in an outbreak. Then it's like, yeah. now there's okay. reason to go. I can see them doing that. Um, but you do bring an interesting point. Calling it a mass outbreak meets it, it, it. I mean, maybe it'll be called something different in the game, but... Yeah, the whole point of a mass outbreak was to chain catch Pokemon for like your challenges and for shinies. Right. Um, and the only reason that was even possible in Legends Arceus was because of the the catching mechanic, which we know for a fact is not in. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it does kind of make it a little bit like 
useless of a of a function to bring back. It, and I think that okay, so like that's what's weird to me about this, right? The the thing that's weird to me about this game so far is that they are bringing back so much stuff. Like yeah. I think more so than any Pokemon game we have ever seen. Like this game is actually really being held up by ideas of previous games. Like we look at the camp being a picnic now. That's that's crazy. The alpha Pokemon, the the mass outbreaks, the size variations. We even have apparently we're gonna be able to do the raids again, which is like so weird to me. That that was like a Galar only thing. Right. I don't even know how it's gonna make sense because things can't Dynamax in this region. <clears throat> I mean, as far as we know, right? So it's like, how are we gonna? What are what is a raid gonna look like? The whole reason why raids were fair was because it's four people versus this big monstrous thing, right? Like, the only thing I could think of is like, is there a is there a chance that we go to the Isle of Armor or the not the Isle of Armor, but um. The second DLC. Why can't I think of its name right now? The the Tundra. Yeah, uh, Crown Tundra. Is Crown Tundra? Is there is there a chance that we go there? Just that area, because that's where the raids were like really popular. Right. Um, that would be a cool way to have, you know, an older generation kind of have its have its moment. Um, but also it would be interesting because it is just an island. They very much yeah. can still just you know asset flip and and render it in the new style whatever they have to do to do it. it it wasn't that big of an area that's the only way i see these these raids coming back because it does not make sense in in this region in Paldia. it does not make sense there yeah. would be no reason why the the energy would reach there um and honestly it, it just seems a little half-baked so i i'd have to imagine there's there's a way to tie it all in at least i'm hoping i hope they don't just Go back I mean, on their like, word that Galar yeah, is the only region. Mass outbreaks could tie in, I guess. Like, what if that is how you access the Paradox Pokemon? What if it's like, oh, a portal's open yeah. and now they're coming in. So the mass outbreak is less about number, but more about, oh, now there's a a bunch of feral Jigglypuff are raging through, you know, the, the fields and you have to go yeah. catch them or beat them or whatever. Yeah, that, that made sense to me. And I think it kind of ties into, like, I, I'm already kind of putting the story together in my head. Yeah. Um, trying to at least and again i think the the only way this all made sense is you know whatever game you get that professor will be studying some like again it's going to be some wormhole stuff i guarantee it where in this region there are like you said portals that are opening and pokemon yeah. are coming on through you're probably gonna have to go and investigate these these happenings while doing your gym challenge for whatever reason um and that's probably they could, even, they could call it mass paradox or instead of mass outbreaks if they're saying they're changing the name of alpha it could just be called you know there's a there's a pokemon paradox and then you go there and that's where you get you know mm-hmm. these par- paradox and, and they pokemon. did say they did say that they're rarer than yes. the normal pokemon that you can't they they i if the wording in my head is correct i i think they said that you can't go about catching it the same way which yeah. would make sense if if that's the case cuz then yeah you'd have to wait for the the paradox outbreak and again that made sense from a story perspective obviously these these things aren't going to be roaming around if they're not from here um right so yeah i guess i guess there are ways to tie it all together again it, it's just it, it's really it really comes down to what you said we're getting this information all backwards yeah. um and it's really hurting 
the game in a way. Um, not in a way that's very serious. I know like just a the lot comprehension of, like, oh, of it. Sir. It's yeah. it's exactly it's the it, it's just the understanding. It's not that the game is is going to be any worse by the end of this. Um, it's us getting to that point is going to be a lot right. more confusing. So uh, the reason, all in all, re- like ugh, you know, the reason know. that they're so much more difficult to catch is because they need a massive picnic bath after they come through that paradox. <laughs> they're just so gross <laughs> and they're so, so dirty. Yeah. So dirty. What do you make of the fact that, like in Legends Arceus, they're saying that? you can choose when to evolve. Do you, do you think that has any implication or is that just like a, a quality of life thing? Um, it would be awesome if if there's a there's a story reason. Uh, I do think it's a major quality of life change though. Mm-hmm. I, it, it's something about it. I don't know. Like I'm still going to evolve things when they become available, but it's just something about it not having to press B every level is nice. Also, the... The way the moves work now are, are going back to uh, the Legends Arceus stuff from what they're saying. So that's also huge quality of life stuff. Um, can't be mad at it. I'm actually super excited. But I don't know that it's a thought out story thing because they didn't even mm. explain it in Legends Arceus, really. Yeah. Well, so. we do know that this maniacal star is thought out because apparently the flags that we saw in the earlier trailer, uh, apparently they're related to the the evil team. And we were discussing this off air and saying, you know, it has to be given like dancer and singer and given this whole thing and the streamer gym leader, you know, or the VTuber, whatever she is, that it's got to be entertainment based. And and I think that ties into the star. Like maybe this is one of those organizations that's trying to like build child stars. And maybe this gym leader escaped from the organization or something. And, you know, they're trying to make everyone famous. And obviously there's some underlying evil purpose for this, but, uh, yeah, so we've seen this star before, and apparently there is going to be a an evil team again, which I think is good. And it's interesting mm-hmm. that these flags are are tied into that. Previously, we thought, okay, maybe the flags are for racing, maybe the flags are for gyms, but mm-hmm. it seems like, no, these are advertisements or paraphernalia or, or something. Yeah, so... It's funny, like like you were saying, we you know, we obviously, we talked about this off-air, and, and we did throw around a couple of ideas, but hearing you speak about it just now did kind of make me think, what if, (laughs) okay. So what if they are an entertainment based company, like we're saying, you know, everyone in the region thinks they're good, welcomes them. That's the whole point of the evil team is, is the reveal, right? Um, What if what they actually are is this game's like NASCAR, like, Mm. this game's like in-universe version of like a racing um, company. And and the reason I say this is because now when you look at the flags, that could be the gym leader's flag and it's the fire gym, but it's branded with the the company's logo. You get what I'm saying? Like maybe that's what that is. And, and, And that's why it's also flags because it's, again racing so yeah what if like these these people are all like you know i mean we've already kind of discussed it they all have jobs outside of being a gym leader but what if being a gym leader really does tie around the the racing aspect like it is kind of a uh an another like they could be taking a crack at the galar idea again where it's a yeah the gyms are for show it's it's this yes. big event it's not just a like they could just be doing it again like i you know I, I discounted that idea before, and I even with the starters being all entertainers, I kind of just assumed like they there's no reason they would ever do it again. 
but maybe they felt like in Sword and Shield they didn't really hit all of those ideas that they had and they're doing it again and bigger and bolder. And I think it would make sense um, because even if you, uh, well, I guess this is kind of another thing we're going to talk about. We do have a, uh, another leaked image here, which is of the VTuber um, character. And uh, there's we don't know if this is actually a real leak or anything. It could very much just be a, a talented person. Um, but in, in you know for this, I'm just going to assume that it is real. Uh, it does look like she may even have like a similar branding on the bottom of her jacket. You yeah. know, so it, it could just very much be an organization. She could even be evil, to be honest. We don't we don't actually you know, we have a couple of instances in the past where um, gym leaders or elite four members are actually not great people. You know, Giovanni mm. was the eighth gym leader. He was the head of Team Rocket, which, you know, obviously not a good guy in Y, One of the elite four members was part of Team Flair um, mm. and she was very open about it. So it's like. That could be a, a cool thing to play on too, to have this like VTuber who's clearly like um, a famous streamer or something of that nature be kind of the face of this bad organization, this evil team. Yeah, I think that the announcer be... even or yeah, some something of that sort. Um, exactly. I think you're onto something. I think this is going to be they are sort of the sponsor or the brand for whatever entertainment takes place in this region. You know, I. I would rather it be they run a freak show circus where there's these convergent Pokemon that no one's ever seen and somehow they're displaying them and people are like, what's going on here? But that might be a little too dark for Pokemon. Although Joseph did <laughs> inform me that Primeape dying because he's too angry is legit canon. So <laughs> we uh, who knows where they're going this time. But yeah, I do. I think you're spot on. I think it's going to be some sort of entertainment. They're running it and then they end up being bad. And, and I could see the conceit being like, oh, they're forcing the Pokemon to race or something and you know they don't want to mm -hmm. race or... Oh, they're, you know, f whatever it is, there's, there's going to be some silly reason for why it's bad. But I think I think you're onto it. And I do wonder if this flag that merges their star logo with the fire, I, I think you, you might have got it. I think that might be it. If that is the case, um, I think it's really cool. I think it's really cool to have uh, an organization that is a, uh, you know, a villain. We, we had that in Galar, obviously. Um, but I think it was, it was really like more of a, more of a red herring than anything else. Because again, the whole, the whole time in Galar, you're supposed to, you're assuming that team yell is the villains when obviously they clearly weren't, they were just fans of Marnie, your rival. Um, and then at the end, when you, the realization comes on you that, you know, uh, the chairman Rose is is like the evil guy, and his organization is pretty much built up over the years to to summon Eternatus and like ruin humanity or whatever that whole plan was. Um, it's like it's cool to see like a, a very inherently evil person, and and honestly, Pokemon has always been really good about that. Like their villains are all insanely crazy. Like <laughs> I mean. You, you even look at X and Y, which people always say is like the baby game. Um, you know, the, the main bad guy's goal was to literally kill all humans. Like that was essentially his whole thing was like, <laughs> like he was, he was, well, depending on what game you were playing, but if yeah. you're playing Y, like he was going to kill everybody. That's insane to me. But anyway, um, if these guys want to 
sponsor races, let them do it, right? Like, they can't be too bad. But I'm sure maybe whatever their technology is, is what's causing the the like rifts in time yeah. and stuff. I'm sure that's what it is. It's like, oh, we found these new stadiums that power these bikes and we have this interesting new way to do these gym races where like now you're racing the gym leader and you battle as you go, whatever. Um, but also it takes up, we use this energy that, is crystallized and nobody no other region has it but we're using it and now this is causing rifts in time allowing the you know and maybe that's why the gym leaders are or sorry the the um professors are doing what they're doing they're trying to they're trying to investigate where this energy is coming from why it's causing i do still think and i am still holding out to the idea that um the other professor will be evil. But now I'm starting to think, what if the other professor just works for the bad Mm. team and like, isn't necessarily evil, but thinks that what they're doing, it could be, you know, a Jurassic park thing where like they're doing it for entertainment, but Hey, it's, it's not doing good stuff for the Pokemon. And and could that be it as well? Either, in addition to or instead of, you know, they mentioned a thing about the Paradox Pokemon will be easier to catch at the end of the game. And and so could there be some sort of entertainment thing like they they have these – I know I'm going back to my freak show circus, but they have these Paradox Pokemon on display and so they're very hard to get during the game. But once you free them all, now they just roam free or, you know, something of that sort. Um, yeah, I, I, think, I, think, I think that that would make a lot of sense. We got to find out if racing is like the crux of Paldia or if racing just is like – Okay, it happens to be there as well. And, you know, we have we don't have a lot of indication one way or the other. We know that you can ride Coridon, right? And I, and I feel like there was a leak that did say, like, oh, racing is a part of it. But that hasn't been brought back up very many times. No, I think I think a lot of the racing aspect of it is does, to be fair, stem from a conversation we had where you said that the final oh, okay. thing is going to be a race. <laughs> Because right, that, right. <laughs> that to me, though, just seems so like <laughs> like it has to be in, in in like involved because at the end of the day, right, if you're not going to have um, something be uh, a major leg to stand on, right. don't design your legendaries based around it, right? Like that's kind of the it, it's not like we're just saying this stuff because it would be cool. The two legendaries are quite literally representative of time and riding, literally yeah. like actually riding them as motorcycles. There is in no way, in no way a universe where these, these legendaries exist and there isn't a reason for them to be rideable. There's, there's yeah. no reason. There has never been a time where we ride on, on legendaries at all. This is the, the there is no, version of a legendary where you can really do that in, in this capacity i mean like obviously mm-hmm. anyone could get on a grout on and, and kind of stand on him while he walks right. but i mean this thing these things morph into motorcycles Bikes. there yeah. has to be a gameplay loop right so yeah okay i do think i, I don't Fell know if it's my gonna revolve around it but <laughs> <laughs> no i mean no there was there was information about racing but we didn't know okay. if it was like a mini game or okay, okay or okay. a a huge mechanic I'm banking on it being a mechanic, maybe not to like, it, it might not be every gym leader thing, but I, there's almost no way that I, I don't see like 
racing being a thing, even if it's just racing with your friends, everybody yeah. on their Maridon or Coridon. I think that would be really fun um, and a cool way to add like a mini game to a game that's like an RPG. You know, I, RPGs are always more fun when you have things like that. Um, anyway, so I, I I don't know. To me, it just it made sense. So I'm hoping it, it does kind of tie everything together with this because it makes it more interesting. And again, it's the only way that we really have context for a lot of this stuff. So yeah. I'm with it. It really makes me wish we had voice acting. I can just imagine them announcing the races and like you can just hear mm-hmm. their voices. That that has to be the, the next step for Gen 10. Yeah. I really I really hope they get there one day. <laughs> that's so sad that like we're <laughs> that's our biggest wish for like I mean it's a, a it's a generation. viable wish though. Like why why mm-hmm. does Xenoblade have voice acting and Pokemon doesn't? Why you know like mm-hmm. why does not like of Zelda have voice acting? Yeah. Come on. I mean, I, I, I don't <laughs> think that I don't I don't think that one of the pillars of Pokemon is that nobody talks like I don't think that's something that we have to adhere mm-hmm. to. Like I, it, not only that, but like even in Pokemon Masters, the the app, you know, the, the mobile game, mm-hmm. that game, the whole point of it is it's all of the like named trainers, like all the really right. famous every gym leader, all that stuff, whatever being in the game. They're all voiced like yeah. all of them. And, and like fully voiced by real voice actors in the industry who do other games, other Nintendo games even. So to me, it like, I, I don't know why they don't do it. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, even in X and Y, um, the voice actor for Leon is the same voice actor who did Claude in like Fire, Fire Emblem Three uh, Houses. Mm, and mm-hmm. so he's already like worked with Nintendo, yeah. plays Leon, Just who is a, over. Yeah. a major character. Just put him in the game. Like, it doesn't make any sense. And and no, it's very cringy. I mean, in Sword and Shield, the scene where you're doing the dark gym um, and Pierre is, like, singing. What? It was just silence in, in like, <laughs> an instrumental. It was so goofy. And he's, yeah. like, singing to a mic. And you're just like, I can't believe I'm watching this right now. Yeah. Well, and they, they have the anime. They have the movies. They have the, the web episodes. So, like, man, I... It is very odd. I'd love to know what their explanation or their reasoning is for that. It's not like these games mm-hmm. don't sell enough and justify a bigger budget for voice acting <laughs> or whatever. So, uh, man, I, I don't think we're going to get a trailer this coming week. I do think that that August 4th date that we saw on the, the uh, one of the Japanese pages is going to be the next big thing. So I, I feel like, you know, that'll be when we actually legitimize some of this stuff and see it from Pokemon. I, I'll end with this. Of all this stuff, what do you think they are going to focus on in their next trailer? Do you, do you think it? Do you think they try to go balls to the wall and give us all of it? Do you think that they just focus on the paradox, just on the convergent, just on the the gym leaders? Where do you, what do you think we see as we piece together this upside down puzzle? Okay, this is my this is my theory. Put it put it in the books. Yes, I think we're going to probably open with learning the name of the region. Uh, so in this case, Paldia, I do think, I think they're going to like, I imagine it's going to be like, welcome to Paldia, you know, obviously not with voice acting. Cause we know that they don't do that. Um, but uh, I think they're going to introduce the gym leaders. Um, and I think they're going to introduce the crystallization gimmick. And mm-hmm. w- along the way, I'm sure there'll be like little Pokemon that we haven't seen yet. And um, you know, even some areas maybe, but 
I think as far as information goes, I think that's genuinely it. I think we're going to get the name of the region, maybe some Pokemon, the gym leaders, and the crystallization uh, gimmick in particular. And I think at gotcha. the very end, we'll get a hint to the Paradots, but I don't think mm. we're seeing them in the okay. next trailer. If we do, that would be awesome, and that would be a dream come true. Right. I want them to do everything, but I don't think that's what we're going to see. What about you? Do you think they're going to go crazy with it? or? I think that I think that makes pretty good sense. I mean, I could see... Is the reason that you're you're saying gym leaders because those leaked out first, or is it is that past precedent that they like to reveal gym leaders? Um. So, as far as the past, I, I believe they only showed two or three mm. gym leaders for the third trailer. Okay. I think it was like Nessa, and then the uh, the because because the the demo came out for like around E three. Do you remember? Um, mm. where you were able to play like the second gym, which was yeah, the water I gym, it. I believe, yeah. and like yeah, yeah, yeah water that's gym, what, yeah. yeah, so. So, so that was around the time of the trailer, maybe a little bit after. Um, mm. So, like, I think that that's why they did the they had to do the gym leaders was to kind of get that out first, so that when you're right. fighting Nessa, it made sense. But um, for th- this again, I think the reason why ma- showing the gym leaders made sense is because of the open world nature of it. I don't think mm-hmm. I don't think there is much of a precedent of it, um, but especially not showing like eighth gym or seventh gym like you you would never see that right. in a trailer uh it's just for this in particular it's kind of important because again even if it doesn't scale you can tackle them at any point and i think it's important to know who you're gonna fight um so that's the yeah. only reason i kind of guess that I, i'm gonna say that i'll just just to be different i'm gonna say that you know this they announced the region and then the specialty of this region is either the conversion or the paradox and so they show that to kind of define what Paldia is and why it's important um, and then tease the crystallization. Well, I'll just I'll just say that I, I think because they teased crystallization last time, that's a very you know good guess of what we're gonna see. But they continue to tease mm-hmm. it. We get another stupid two seconds of crystallization at the end, and I think it'll be <laughs> important to show off a bunch of new Pokemon. Um, and you know my my dream would be that we get some indication of of multiplayer mechanics. It would be very odd if the first. Mm-hmm second trailer i guess was very caught focused people running in different directions all of them trading and then we didn't see that here so Mm -hmm. i do think there's got to be some segment that maybe maybe it shows off pokemon picnic maybe it is indicative of multiplayer yeah i mean what's weird is like you're absolutely right that especially when re-watching the second trailer because i think we did that recently um Mm -hmm. it's such a multiplayer trailer like genuinely it shows for four trainers throughout the entire thing mm-hmm. and it shows moments of them doing their own thing but it's the same trainers wearing the same things right same group all around the map so i i i think like for a lot of people they may not even realize that that was the the narrative strung kind of throughout because i know i didn't i just thought they were just showing different trainers at different points but it is the same four trainers doing pretty yeah. much everything in it so I honestly, Zach, I think like maybe you are right. And and this is bigger than, you know, just being attacked on thing. And I maybe I'm just not giving it enough credit because I didn't give that trailer credit for for being multiplayer centric. So there could be a huge, uh, huge chance that in this new trailer, maybe they do show us what it looks like to battle a gym leader with a with another player or yeah. what the open world looks like being with four people. Um, that would be that would be honestly i kind of want that more than than what i said i just went for like 
the most Pokemon company game right. freak answer. Which, I could. which is most likely what they'll do, but it would be sick if they just like opened with a, you know, dip from black and it was just your character walking in the open world and like they just did like a very modern type trailer they won't do it but that would be really nifty and i could also see them just using the multiplayer as their narrative mechanism so this trainer goes to face this gym this trainer goes to face this gym and they keep sort of that theme of like four players but it's in the background again They, they could also do it that way yeah yeah i think that would be perfect um and honestly like if that's how every trailer was handled from here on out i think the game would be better for it yeah kind of show those trainers go on this journey and and really really give the player the chance to be like oh this is genuinely multiplayer like this is like i i want the multiplayer to function that it it almost feels like like i want people to want to play multiplayer i feel like Mm. a lot of people are going to be like why do i have to i I don't want to play multiplayer i want to play it by myself and obviously i hope that you can play it completely by yourself i'm sure you can um it's pokemon but I, I almost want it to be like a driving force to like, it would be really cool to go on a journey with somebody else all the way yeah. through. Like that would be really fun. Um, but it needs, yeah, it needs a reason. And hopefully these trailers give us one. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Maybe we'll get it this week. Never know. Probably not. Xenoblade's out and it seems like August the date, but we will obviously keep you posted. Let us know your take on all this stuff, what you think about Pokemon Picnic, washing Pokemon. It's it's a precious game because you're taking care of them. You're giving them a bath. You're, you know, you're very precious. You really, you know, you're whatever they're doing with these flags up there. And uh, we'll hopefully we learn more. In the meantime, though, thank you so much for joining us for episode eight. Congrats to our LeChonk winner who is now known. And uh, until next time, everybody, thanks for being here, Joseph. Stay safe, stay healthy, stay happy, stay positive out there. Switch Force out.